the deals going on at Miracle's Ace Hardware in Wadena are madness. Morning Sports Desk now. As we uh, have it on this Thursday morning. Corey's here to join us. Hey, what's up? You know, it's uh, it's a Thursday. So True. That is uh, one for one so far today. You know, so I you did pretty good. I have to start out on the right foot, otherwise uh otherwise things just fall apart from there. You so. know that you get those days where it's uh you look up last week I was gone on a Monday and I was off by a day all week, but it was a positive being off by a day all week. Right? Like you get to Wednesday and you you're you're thinking to yourself it's only Tuesday but it's actually Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that Friday comes quick. It's it's awful to be off in the other direction. Yeah. Where you know you get in on a Monday and all. See, when I worked at the TV station in Duluth, uh my my days were messed up. I originally was Monday through Friday and then eventually as it got on it went like Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. And that which wasn't half bad actually. And then it got to the worst schedule which was uh like Wednesday through Sunday, Ick. it was it wasn't fun to have like your Monday and Tuesday be your weekend when everyone else has to begrudgingly go back to work. Yeah, and it's not like the end of the week where they're more willing to do stuff because yeah, the weekend's almost here. No, they're like I have to like just give myself a day to rest. Right. So I'd be like, all right, like I'd I'd come back home and I'd like find a couple friends, be like, hey, you guys want to hang out? You want to do something? And they're like, no, I have work tomorrow. No, man, I'm an adult now. <laughs> I've got a I've got like a real person job. The one nice thing I would say about that is, like, at least you get your Monday and Tuesday to take care of stuff. That was You know nice. what I mean? Like, that part's kind of nice. It's one of the sweet things about our current situation is, like, we're done in the day when we're done, which just leaves time to take care of some errands when it's just not. Like, you ever go to a store at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon? It's bananas at every store on the planet right. Earth. But we get to go at like one o'clock, two o'clock, something like that. It's pretty sweet. So yesterday, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of things that have been hectic, the Wolves have been kind of hectic the last few uh, the last few games. Have they not? I would say that's probably fair. See, we talk about the Wild, and they have kind of been hitting their stride late in the season. The Wolves, not that they're losing a bunch of games, but they just over the last four or five games, I think they're what like two and three, one and four. Something like that. Uh, they've been kind of fading a little bit. Do they? Uh, they lost. They had a, at one point a seventeen point lead in the yep. first quarter yep. to Toronto, and then lost by twenty one, so, or had a twenty one point deficit in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So does this concern you about the Wolves? Are you worried about them? No. This is this is a, a classic Denny Green. They are who we thought they were. They're good. They're not great. Like. The games that they've lost have been to very, very good teams. Remember going back to the All-Star break, we looked at the schedule for the rest of the season, and it was like, boy, if they can be over 500 in this stretch, that's going to be really, really a good stretch for them. And they still are because they took advantage of the part of the schedule that they should win. They they had obviously had a chance to win this game last night, but it was on the road. It was in Toronto. Um, who is a sneaky good team this year? Who is a sneaky good team? And like, like, um, prepared. Like they've been there before. All of these guys, have, like, you know, they weren't, 
the superstars on their championship team, but they were very, 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 very important players on that championship team. They just kind of know how to get it done in big spots. Um, so no, this is the, the Timberwolves are still a, a nice team and I, they haven't lost a game in this stretch that I felt like going into it. It was a guaranteed W. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, the Wolves got it handed to them by Minnesota-born Gary Trent Jr. Shout out Gary Trent Jr. We're, Apple Valley. We're very happy for you. Great question. I don't remember. Wasn't didn't he um, disappear to like a prep school? He might have. Because I, I don't think he he's you know like born and raised in Minnesota or raised in Minnesota, but I think he was one who like disappeared to Las Vegas or something like that in one of those prep schools. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but I don't remember where his high school was. So right now the Wolves are positioned to be the seventh seed. I think that's about a lock. They're three games back of Denver, who they play tomorrow. Even if they beat them, they're still two and a half back. Denver has a pretty soft schedule to finish out the year. Even Utah, who has been really falling, it doesn't even feel like they'll slip as much. So it basically means the Wolves are locked into that seventh seed. And by the way, their playoff opponent is the Los Angeles Clippers, yep. who just got Paul George back and looks like he's refreshed for the playoffs. And by the way, I I think Kawhi's probably going to be back too. Yeah, they are they are definitely being very strategic about when their stars are coming back. Yeah, this is one of the things uh, this is getting into the greater NBA conversation. But there's always been controversy about guys resting, taking time off. Um, I always forget what the, what was the term that the Spurs always used to use with Tim Duncan. There was like, I know Jimmy Butler had the general soreness. Yes, they would. They they would just like you'd build in these rest days for players. Which, by the way, I actually think is totally fair. I have no major problem with that. But this Clippers team is on the verge of. Like, you know what? We're just going to rest everybody, and we're just going to have a fresh Kawhi Leonard and a fresh Paul George for the playoffs. Uh, Kawhi might not play in the play-in tourney, but he would be ready to go, I think, for the first round if if they were were to get a W. And this is one of the problems, too. Uh, with, like, I've, oh, I've never been a fan of the play-in tournament for the NBA Same. when it came out. And it's things like that. The Wolves have battled all year. They've played their stars. They've tried to work to become a playoff team. And they're going to get a seventh seed, by the way, in a tough bottom half of the Western Conference. Tough it's, Western Conference just in general. Yeah, and so the Wolves' reward is to play a team that basically not cheated the system because their guys were hurt. But, like... Uh, you know, basically it's just kind of, I know it's sports and sometimes it's just the luck of the draw and all that stuff, but I wasn't a fan of the play-in tournament when they first adopted it last season, and I'm certainly not a fan of it now when it could potentially jip the Wolves out of a playoff series with Memphis, which would be really fun. It would be really fun. Um, they would get probably shellacked by Memphis, because Memphis is, no, I just don't like, you're. They've played Memphis pretty tough this year, though. Yeah, that's fair, but Memphis is. <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, Moran's pretty good, apparently. <laughs> uh, um, I would say the the Clippers are definitely taking advantage of a good situation. I think that's probably fair. If they were like a one seed all the way through, would guys be back? Prob yeah, probably. They probably would be back. But they're just 
kind of casually. They're just, it's Kawhi and it's Paul George and it's the Clippers. Like the, these guys are, everything about all three of those entities are sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> They've always been sketchy, every single one of them for their entire NBA lifespans as we know them. So that being said, like the Timberwolves are, the Timberwolves are nice. There's no reason why they couldn't beat the Clippers. There's a, a fully loaded Clippers team that hasn't played but literally one game together. Game would be at the Target Center, by the way. And it would be at the Target Center. I, um, bring it on. That's what I say. Well, uh, so interesting development in the NFL. Uh, First of all, Patrick Peterson's coming back to the Minnesota Vikings. He announced that yesterday on his podcast. Uh, it was a big reveal. He had put out like an announcement that he was going to make his decision. It was the 2022 version of LeBron's The Decision. Yes. And Patrick Peterson put on the Vikings cap like he was picking out what college he was going to go to. Sure, yeah. And he's going to stay in Minnesota, which makes the most sense. Give him another year here. It, it just, it's fine. It's a fine move. The Vikings need the depth. They need a guy to kind of be that number one. They still need to draft a corner. I think that move is pretty, I don't think you're going to draw a lot of flack from Viking, from anybody really for them bringing no. him back. The guy needs to go somewhere and the Vikings need someone in that spot. So why not? There were a lot of teams interested. So, yeah. in, so either the Vikings paid him the most money or gave him the most playing time or whatever. He want, or he just didn't want to move. Uh, that also helps. He, um, it's funny because I think everyone thinks he's old. This is how I know, I know I'm getting older. He's only 31. Only. But everyone thinks he's old. There's a lot of people listening through the radio saying that's not very old. There's, I'm one of them. I'm one, I'm talking on the radio and I'm, <laughs> I'm one of them. It's just, it's funny to hear that. I, I still think, I think about like the old man in the NBA, Chris Paul, who's my age. Yeah. He's my age. <laughs> Gosh dang it! This is this is the the things that happen in, that have happened in my life that are like, gosh dang it! I, it's happening to me now. I guess it happens to everyone. Anyway, that's a nice yeah. That's fine. Good. Bring back Pat Pete. I'm fine with that. Somebody who says they're too old for this though is Bruce Arians, who yes. stepped away. That you know. The decision by Patrick Peterson got completely overshadowed like an hour later yes. when Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes. retired or re- stepped away from coaching. He's going to go to some cushy front office gig. Yes. And Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator for Tampa, is going to be the head coach. Tom Brady essentially came back and said, I'm not retiring, Bruce. You're retiring. And that happened. That is 100% what happened. There's a bunch of statements that have come out. Bruce Arians put out a really nice statement about, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but along the lines of like, uh, basically a peaceful transition of powers <laughs> <laughs> and allowing guys to move up the ranks who deserve to move up the ranks. He said like, this was a beautiful opportunity. He's like, I was probably going to retire, um, at the end of this coming season anyway. Um, Todd Bowles is a great coach. Why not give him the opportunity of an awesome situation rather than be the defensive coordinator for another really good defense and then get hired in a crummy job somewhere else? That's not doing him any favors. We get to take care of some people along the way. Bruce Arians said all of those things. They're very, very good things, nice things uh, to say in this situation. The fact of the matter is... 
Bruce Arians is moving into the front office because Tom Brady retired because of him and only came back because he was going to be promised that Bruce Arians was not going to be the head coach anymore. Really? You're you're in so so like that I saw that floated like I and by the way that totally makes a lot of sense. Yes. I heard a report from Jeff Darlington this morning that said that they're basically he was kind of trying to play it back. Yeah. You know, kind of trying to he was trying to spin it the other way and say that Bruce and Tom have actually had a pretty good relationship and all that. I've heard it's been a little more tense probably just because Bruce Arians is an old man who's like you're not going to tell me what to do and Tom Brady's also an older guy. Yes. And he, he's Tom Brady. He's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And I think generally that just leads to butting of heads. Corey, you've been saying this off the air a ton about Tom Brady to San Francisco. Is that a possibility now with a different head coach? No. No, it's not. It's the reason why Brady is back with the Buccaneers. This is the reason, is that Bruce Arians is not the head coach anymore. And I only have, I'm, I'm going to say this like I'm a professional uh, sports reporter. I only have one source on this, but it's the one source that has been right about every Tom Brady move this entire season, and that is I'm an avid listener to the Bill Simmons podcast. And Bill Simmons, in like week 12, started saying Tom Brady's going to retire. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if Tom Brady retires. He never says it's going to happen. He just says, like... Just kind of floats it out there. He floats it out there because he's smart about not giving away any information, but just sounding like he... Like, you know, I'm kind of... I'm just spitballing. I just have a crazy thought. Bill Simmons, by the way, uh, from Boston... From Massachusetts, nobody. He's he's a huge like page, like Boston sport. He's connected in the in, like to Tom Brady circles. Okay, uh, then it then he's. By the way, that came true. I don't know if you remember. Tom Brady did retire the day after Tom Brady retired. Bill Simmons started saying, "You know, don't be surprised if he maybe makes a little comeback here." And San Francisco's one of those teams that's. I think probably going to be in the mix. It's like a perfect situation. Uh, this this all exists. It's it's out there. Don't be surprised. And then the last minute change of him not retiring and uh, coming back to the Buccaneers, uh, he was like, "All right, he's back now." This is the. Uh, I, I just don't know how I feel about Aaron. He has been sneaky on top of this since the very beginning. He. This is. I think like. Two weeks ago or three weeks ago, he was saying, Bruce, I don't know about Bruce Arians yet in this whole situation. And lo and behold, there he goes up to that cushy job. It's, this was totally predictable for any fans of Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce Arians has been a guy throughout his career who, whether it was stepping away when he was the head coach in Arizona to whether he was uh, stepping away from being the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers now about 15 years ago. He's just been a guy who's kind of known when it was time for him to step away and then all found all of a sudden, I mean, he retired from Arizona from the head coach of the Cardinals and then two years later came back to coach Tampa Bay a year before Tom Brady came there. Uh, and maybe there was a implied thing that Tom Brady wanted to go there. Maybe there wasn't, but Bruce Arians was just a guy. He always seems like a guy who tries to be one step ahead. All right, well, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, March 31st. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. 
By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.